It's Monday, the 5th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host, Shane Lee. How are you, Shana? I'm very good, Timmy. Now, I believe you've been over in Queenstown. Beautiful place. Oh, mate, you can see why it has been named by Time Magazine as one of the most beautiful 50 places in the world. It is Mm. just unbelievable, isn't it? Absolutely extraordinary. We played a bit of golf and uh, had a glass of wine or two, a pinot. I heard the Christmas party went well. Well, we didn't play any golf at the Christmas party, but geez, we drank some wine. Uh, you can ask our producer, Dan. He, uh, yeah, we had our fair share, which was good. We, uh, we enjoyed it. We had some good food. We had a paella, um, a bit of Mexican tacos and that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, but plenty drunk and a lot of stories told, Tim. It was good fun. We might have to have another one, seeing that I missed it. There's always yes. an excuse for a Christmas party. Well done to the Australians going down 2-1 to Argentina. That's a pretty credible result. England uh, through playing good soccer, as is France. Ricky Ponting, that was a worrying sign when he went down sick at the Test match in Perth. And what about the AFL? They've stepped in the mud, haven't they? In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Afternoon sports. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Well, alarm clocks were ringing all over Australia yesterday, Shane, weren't they, for the uh, Socceroos playing against Messi's Argentina. And uh, as per the script, Lionel Messi, or Lionel Messi, as uh, his name is correctly pronounced, scored the first goal. Yeah, it was a, it was a fantastic goal. Um, world-class player, the best player in the world. And he only got to give him an inch and uh, he took a mile. Uh, but I thought the Aussies did well. It, it was unfortunate. Matt Ryan is had a fantastic uh, World Cup personally himself as captain uh, and goalkeeper. Um, just made a fatal error. Could it have been a different result if he didn't do that? Well, who knows? But, um, yeah, plenty of good, good matches going on. France dominating, beating Poland 3-1. England, unbelievable. Again, 3-0 over Senegal. I think, have you seen the coach from Senegal? Timmy looks like Snoop Dogg. Is, is he coaching Senegal? They played like Snoop Dogg's coaching them. There's been some interesting looking coaches, hasn't there? I saw the coach of Cameroon had the long locks as well. But uh, yeah, the, the cream is definitely rising to the top, that's for sure. So, uh, And look, you can't blame Matt, Ryan, can you? I mean, how do you know Argentina wouldn't have changed their whole game if... Sure. You know, yeah, so blaming, and a couple of people have always liked to point the finger, but I think we punched above our weight by just getting there. We did, and I just like the attitude of the Australian team. They were, they were very aggressive. I think we learned from that first game against France, and, we, and by sitting back, it's not going to work for us. Um, Aussie spirit's always been to get out there and try and dominate. Um, and, and they were good. They were well-balanced, I think, in defence. And, um, yeah, they... 
Graham Arnold and his team need, need to give themselves a big pat on the back. I thought it was a fantastic effort. What about that bloke in the crowd that sort of, oh, fuck, I'm on TV. <laughs> like you said, the first, <laughs> the first the first look, everyone's thinking, oh, he, he wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> he was like someone's <laughs> yeah. seen him. He's told work that he's had COVID, but uh, he swears that his wife knew where he was and he, he actually took time off work and um, yeah, he just couldn't he couldn't believe that he saw his own melon on the, on the big screen. But uh, it was a great reaction. It's gone viral. Very poor World Cup for Germany and uh, they're now blaming all the wags. (laughs) This is a great article uh, in a German newspaper saying Mm. that, um, you know, the English and the Welsh, well, they can drink uh, Qatar dry, they reckon. And um, what's happening, German wags? Are you not thirsty? Do you have dancing allergies? <laughs> yeah, you don't like lunging. All these headlines in the paper, they're giving it to the girls. You know, if you can't blame the blokes, you have to blame the wives, apparently. There's always always an excuse. And look, it was a great yep. sense of Australian spirit, wasn't it, yesterday morning? Because there were live sites everywhere and uh, um, so many people got out early and watched when uh, Craig Goodwin got that goal. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and it was is this the turning point for, for soccer or football, as mm. they call it in the World Cup, um, in this country? It, it could be. Uh, we've been waiting. There, There is true passion there, and we saw this at the live sites where there's Australian flags flying everywhere. Um, the, most of the sites were covered once we scored those goals in, in red smoke from the flares. Um, but, yeah, real true passion um, by, by the football um, supporting public in this country and uh, I hope that we keep going and the CA League continue to rise now. I think part of the problem is, is you know, and not being critical of the broadcasters, they do a good job, but it's behind a, a paywall, isn't it? So you sort mm. of need, you need your sport, uh, if it's to grow, to be getting a little bit of accessibility to commercial and free broadcast, don't you, to, to yeah. try and push it along the road. Yeah, I think I think you do. And um, a big portion of the population, Tim, uh, um, don't have access to, to the pay-per-view. Um, so, yeah, I think free to air, if you want to grow a sport, it needs to be on that initially. Yeah, and the cricket, well, there was no one in the crowd. Many people didn't even no. know it was on. Um, but there were some reasonable stories both on and off the field that were reported on. And, and one of those stories was a, a scary story about Ricky Ponting. We've seen the untimely death of Shane Warne and, of course, before that, Rod Marsh passed away and, and uh, we saw another one of your uh, former colleagues uh, have a heart scare in London as well. And then Ricky Ponting um, was taken to hospital. Yeah, Ryan Campbell and Darren Lehman all had, all had heart attacks. Um, yeah, he, um, he had pains in his chest and he said he, just, he was just going to try and stretch it out. Well, you, you don't muck around at, at his age, at our age. Uh, if you've got some pains, you go and go to the doctors or go, go to the hospital. Um, he mentioned to his mate Langer, and Langer um, called the, the, the team doctor and they rushed him off to hospital. He said he's fine. Um, I'd be going back again some some full-on checks now if I was Ricky Ponting, get the dye put through you and, and get checked out. But fortunately, he's okay. He's 48, isn't he? He's not 19 anymore. Yeah. But, um, no. you know, they're still very young. But uh, thankfully, he got to the hospitals. Hopefully, all the right things are being done. Now, some commentators were critical of, of the decision to, to bowl Pat Cummins while he was injured. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get this at all. Um, and I, I saw him in the field. He went off with a, a sort of strained quad um, and then come back to captain aside. Now, Steve Smith is, if not better captain, as good as Pat Cummins. He could have done a perfectly good job. But Pat obviously wanted to be out there and, and lead by example. Um, but, yeah, and a couple of other balls he chased to the boundary, he really pulled up lame. Um, so he can't have been doing his quad any good. He needs to be getting rested and, and maybe he is sitting out the next test 
um, and he'll be he'll come back for Brisbane. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, it seemed very very silly that he was out in the park. Nathan Lyon uh, again uh, bowled Australia to to victory. Look, they were always headed to victory, weren't they? But it looks like the and he's getting older as we all are but mm-hmm. he's getting closer to the end of his career there is some very promising signs uh, over the weekend and we've heard his name before young murphy he's bowling beautifully yeah he looked good uh, new south wales were taking on victoria and it was sort of uh came down to the two spinners zampa for new south wales and, and todd murphy for victoria well murphy eight years younger than zampa um, took four for 42. Bowls a really good sort of slider. Um, knocked over a couple of left-handers, shouldering arms. Uh, looked good. The other big contributor for Victoria uh, in the successful match for the Vicks was Will Sutherland. He took five for 58. Um, both he and his sister are having bumper years. Yeah, yeah. You arguably would say, look, his dad was a talented cricketer, but... Uh yeah, yeah. The, the next generation probably even a little bit better, I would say, Shana. Yes. Stay with us. Yeah, tennis, AFL, NRL, all on the way. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this summer is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Look, Adam Scott, I thought he was going to win the Australian Open. I really did. He was playing some beautiful golf. Had a couple of back-to-back birdies. But this Polish, this little-known Polish golfer, Adrian Moronk, uh, never wavered. And uh, he's taken out the Australian Open. Yeah, well, uh, Adam Scott tried to be quite defensive in his approach. And Moronk just went full-on attack. um, And it really worked out for him. And as you said, the first Polish golfer to win the Australian Open. And his name gets engraved up there now with some greats. Jack Nicholas, Greg Norman, to name a few. Um, a real big uh, win for him. Uh, I love the fact when he sunk that last putt, his girlfriend, I think it's his girlfriend or his wife, came sprinting onto the green and just jumped into his arms. And, uh, yeah, she might be getting a nice little celebration gift tonight as well. It was a, it was a great win. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, and Adam Scott, he had it, didn't he? He looked like he was mm. a couple of times. I mean, he's a Masters winner, but a couple of times he's been heading to victory. I, I can't get the Open Championship of 2012 out of my head. Uh, I was in England and I was watching it at, at Liverpool at, on the TV. He was playing at Royal Liverpool. And wow, how he didn't win that. Anyway, um, it's fish and chip shop paper now. AFL, this was interesting, putting the drawer out during the Socceroos game. Uh, they've been criticised heavily. Well, yeah, by you. But um, I, I think the AFL, there's only so much room for so many football codes in this country. And as I mentioned at the start, is this a turning point for, for soccer? Um, will, will they take a bit of share away well, from the AFL? The AFL is not going to allow that. They're putting out their, their draw right in the middle of the Socceroos game. And um, yes, they cocked cop some negative stick for that but um, look I can't blame them I think the AFL are the best run uh, football code in this country by a long way yeah they do do it well they've got some dramas at Clubland that's for sure at the moment AFL but uh, yeah and uh, it was an interesting uh, sense of timing but look I I like you I hope to think that uh, the round ball game will get some impetus out of this and look it, it may be very very good timing because we go into the Women's World Cup which of course is being held mm. in Australia and New Zealand I know that my kids are already talking to me about oh, can we get to a couple of these games. So uh, if that kind of language is replicated in houses all over Australia, well, we may see uh, a yep. decent growth 
in the world game here. Now, what about Celtics coach uh, NBA? Um, they are bigger than Texas, aren't they, the NBA? And uh, uh, Celtics coach Joe Marzula has brushed uh, the Prince and Princess of Wales. What's doing? Totally brushed him, mate. Didn't want anything to do with uh, William and Kate, the future king of England. Um, they were sitting uh, courtside and, um, yep, he wanted nothing to do with them. <laughs> he just wanted to get on with his coaching of his team. But, uh, look, they, they're all rock stars, aren't they, over there in the um, – uh, in the NBA, and uh, and they, and they carry on accordingly. Yeah. What about uh, what about you? I know you've met the Queen, obviously, when you're over there for World Cups, and uh, you've met other members of the royal family, haven't you? Only one other one. Um, mm. Actually, no, two two others. But um, I, I met um, Brett and I were both at the Cargo Bar, which is which is a was a very famous sort of nightclub here in Sydney. It's still there now, actually. We used to go there quite often, um, and we're staying at the bar, and and this sort of guy came over and said that he was Prince Harry's mind, and Prince Harry would like to meet us, and. And Brett said, oh, sure, there's Nelson Mandela here as well. <laughs> we thought this guy's taking the piss. Anyway, sure enough, he was there, and we, and we met him and, um, in the sort of the side of the cargo bar there, and we played a, a game of pool with him, and he was, he was a nice fella. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, yeah for, for quite, quite a bit of that conversation, we thought this guy who had to try and convince us to come over to this back, back room wasn't taking the piss. But, yep, sure enough, he was there. He was out here for the Rugby World Cup. They're pretty decent, aren't they? I met, I met Zara Tindale up at the... Uh um, the Magic Millions and, and met Prince Harry when I, I hosted the Invictus Games launch in Sydney and they, they, look, uh, this next generation are actually very decent when you waft away all the press and all the other articles that's mm. written about them. They're pretty good human beings, to be honest. I think so, mate. I'm not sure how, how he's going now with his, uh, with his new uh, princess, but time will tell. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, thank you to our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow for your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Lunch with Lee. Former cricketer Shane Lee talks to celebrities, sports people, musicians, politicians, and more about sports, music, and business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.